Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. Welcome to a special bonus edition of This Week in Tech. Today, our special guest is CBS News National Security Consultant Jeff McCausland, talking about this week's federal indictments against six Russian spies for a wide array of cyber crimes. I wonder if you could first just outline what it is that the government is alleging, and then two, tell us whether that actually makes any difference or why the government did it, since it's highly unlikely they'll ever be arrested. These are six GRU officers, the GRU being the intelligence arm of the Russian military, and they have been charged with efforts to impose malware and hack into computer systems in several major countries around the world, undermine networks, and even shut networks down. These included attacks against the French electoral process, the energy grid in the Ukraine, which resulted in 225,000 people having energy blackouts, and furthermore, in the Ukraine, stopping the payments to thousands of Ukrainian pensioners, efforts to undermine the report of the use of Novichok nerve gas against a Russian dissident, even attacks on the 2018 Olympics in Korea when Russian athletes were banned, as well as attacks against the United States, which included the undermining of healthcare system computers in Pennsylvania, depriving healthcare for a large number of Americans. And all, it is alleged, this may have cost over a billion dollars in damages Obviously, the United States does not have an extradition treaty with the Russian Federation whereby we can get our hands on these guys. But as one Justice Department official said, you know, these guys are going to be looking over their shoulder for the rest of their life. Should they leave Russia, travel to any other country where the United States might have such an agreement, they could easily be picked up. What's very interesting to me is one of these guys, a guy by the name of Sergei Kovalev, was also charged as one of the 12 Russians by the Mueller investigation back in 2018 for conducting hacking operations against the U.S. during our elections back in 2016. And it would seem to me, at least very likely, these guys are also involved in efforts to undermine the U.S. elections now in 2020. That was one of the questions I wanted to ask. As far as I understand, there is some speculation that when the government filed the charges, that they were doing so in an effort to warn the Russians off from more election shenanigans this time around. That's very true. I think there's no doubt about it. This is putting down a marker, a red line, in terms of trying to deter the Russians from conducting operations against the United States during our election. That being said, I think many critics would argue the Trump administration should have put those markers down very, very early and even several years ago. But unfortunately, we've seen the president, at least in my mind, for the last several years, arguing despite the best evidence by all his intelligence agencies that the Russians were not perhaps involved in efforts to undermine our elections back in 2016. And obviously, you saw a very famous press conference between the president and Mr. Putin in Helsinki, in which President Trump said, despite that intel information from our agencies, that he couldn't understand why it would be Russia. And in fact, Mr. Putin had assured him that Russia was not involved in hacking attempts in 2016. Going back to these charges with these six Russian intelligence officers, now you mentioned things like the Olympics in South Korea, and you also mentioned the French election, etc. And the one thing you mentioned in America was the hacking at the hospital system in Pennsylvania. In terms of American or U.S. charges against foreign nationals, 
can't they only file charges about what's going on here in the U.S.? I mean, the other stuff is kind of interesting but incidental, isn't it, from a legal standpoint? That would be something I'm afraid that the lawyers would have to sort out. But that being said, I think it helps the United States to lay out that broader marker. And I think we'll see other governments, particularly in France and the United Kingdom, lay down similar charges against the Russians for these particular efforts. That being said, of course, there's a spillover effect that such operations do. When you infect computer systems, it's like a virus that then may affect others. And, of course, the worldwide impact in terms of the economic cascading effect can be very, very significant. So is the U.S. then counterintelligence capability, whether it's through the NSA or the Defense Department, is our capability as good as theirs? I mean, can we feel secure in what we have stacked up against the other side here? I think we can feel very secure. The United States has enormous capabilities in cyberspace and guidelines for our ability to conduct offensive as well as defensive cyber operations uh, have been uh, loosened over the last several years where commanders at lower level can make choices about that. I think what it underscores to the American people, though, is a couple of things, that in cyberspace at any moment, and I've talked to senior people in DIA, the Pentagon, and elsewhere, We're engaged in ongoing conflict, if you will, in cyberspace with enemies on a daily basis, whether they're in the the Russian Federation, they're in Iran, they're in North Korea or elsewhere. These go on in a daily basis back and forth. And second of all, of course, that every effort is made to safeguard our particular systems and conduct offensive operations and retaliation as required, not only to neutralize efforts like this, but also to place down a marker with those who would conduct attacks against the United States that they're not going to get off scot-free doing so. So in the final analysis, then, this indictment of six Russian intelligence officers for these crimes, one, it's symbolic. Two, does it really have any real-world effect, do you think? Well, certainly with things to me, it has two impacts on a worldwide basis. One, as I said, should these guys ever depart Russian Federation for any other country, they could easily be arrested by the United States or by representatives of any other country that was affected by this. Second of all, a public announcement like this, and if you will, public shaming by this on the Russian Federation, hopefully will have a deterrent effect and sets the stage for broader U.S. counter-cyber operations or even offensive operations, should such things persist, and hopefully causes Russians some pause as we're moving towards the last couple weeks of our election. That was CBS News National Security Consultant Jeff McCausland. Thanks for listening, and make sure to tune in again on Friday for this week's regular program featuring a new tech company in Akron with a revolutionary new invention that can both help fight crime and climate change. Find out how at WAKR.net or subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Android, Spotify, or Stitcher. That's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590 WAKR and WAKR.net.